Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. You got Father's Day coming up uh, very soon. This week, this coming weekend. Is it on? Is it on a Sunday like Mother's Day? Yes, yes, okay. yes. It is. And uh, and then there's been this pro- 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 proliferation of other holidays. Grandparents' Day, it's probably an Uncle's Day. There is. There's Aunt's Day. Nephew's Day, <clears throat> Aunt's Day. Do you say Aunt or Aunt? Aunt. Well, you is it, said it for I think snippy, when people say but, Aunt, it's rather pretentious. But I mean, if you look at the word Aunt, it, 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 it would be A U. Like you'd say Auburn, wouldn't you? The city of Auburn. You wouldn't say Auburn. So I think, I, think, I think aunt actually is correct. Well, when you look at the word laugh, okay, I win, L-A-U-G-H. It, by your by your uh, reasoning, it should be pronounced lock. That actually I'm, is correct. I've obviously had one bloody marriage. <laughs> Okay, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but well, I, and I'm, it's, it's I, and not. I'm with, it's it's laugh. I'm with you. I, I say aunt, but you know. And my nieces how do call we... me. They actually call me auntie. It's a little more of a and I, endearing. And know, growing up, I, I remember my mom would buy pancake mix called Aunt Jemima, not Aunt Jemima. Exactly. I think aunt is just pretentious. You think and, so? Yeah. Where are you from? If you're from here, say aunt, well, auntie. All right. Okay. <laughs> But I am intrigued by uh-huh. that, and I aunt. hear aunt. I hear aunt more and more. It just sounds more um, important than. I mean, if I wouldn't want my nieces to call me Aunt Lisa. So if you're kind of a, you're kind of a stupid woman. Uh, <laughs> Why are you call, looking call, at me when you say call that? her the aunt? Well, that's Aunt Jenny. But if you're if, <laughs> if you're, she's, if you're wise and, and worldly and, and she gives you money all the time, call her aunt. Aunt, yeah. Yeah, okay. That that's how we'll make it. So difference. you see when you started to say this, you sound you had this sort of look of distaste on your face as though those types of days of recognition weren't nearly as important as having a Mother's Day and a Father's Day. You sort of spat them out with a bit of um, just, just sort of distaste and, and you diminished them somehow. What, what's I, that about? I, yeah, you, you, there's, there's grandparents. You sort of rolled your eyes. Well, I mean, it's and all... uncle. There's probably an uncle's dad. Well, it's all just conspiracy by the Hallmark people to sell more cards. That's, <laughs> exactly. why, that's why I was rolling my eyes a bit. <laughs> but I think Father's Day is a legit deal. I mean, 
uh, my mom always used to say, every day is Mother's Day. <laughs> Meaning, what did she mean by that? That you, Not to get her something for Mother's Day? That we should honor her every oh. day of the year. <laughs> I, and I get it. It was hard to say, ah, oh, that's a bunch of crap, Mom. Yeah. Nah, this is it. That's here's, right. Here's your perfume. Nah, that's it. So, but, uh, but I no. So, f- to me, I don't like to be. Um, this is probably deep, deeply psychological. But it is Father's Day. So what? You know, I don't care. Well, I mean, I, look, you don't have to tell me. I, I, I if you like me uh, as my kids, then I know that already. I don't have to. But 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 see, this goes back out. to where funerals aren't for the dead; they're for the living. So again, Father's Day is about them showing you. How much they love you and appreciate you, and well, but um, on the other hand, if you had a father, if your father was still alive, you would then be hopefully doing something for him. You don't have to do anything. Why are you complaining? You've got nothing to do this year. You don't have to do anything. Maybe that's why I don't care about it because I don't have a father that I can recognize now, right? And that's that's what made the day special. As a father, um, you know, it doesn't doesn't a big deal to me. Uh, my we would get my dad the same thing every year because a he tie. he was a pipe smoker oh. and so we'd get him cherry blend tobacco. I think you told me that every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. You couldn't go wrong with that. And did it last year because those things come in like these big bags, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't a huge bag, but yeah. And he'd act like, oh boy, this is great. Oh, That's this so is sweet. So, yeah, you, you have That's to. That's really sweet. Yeah, you have to. You have to react. Uh, here's what I think I'm getting for Father's Day, and don't tell anybody this. But I've, I've hinted at this broadly for a long, long time. I don't know why, but I always wanted to have one of those wooden picnic tables. You know, I know. I drive, I, I drive around neighborhoods, and I see one, and I think, Oh, yeah, there's the one. I'm gonna get that. If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down in the woods today, you better go in disguise. For every bear that ever there was will gather there for certain, because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Why do you want a wooden wooden? I have all the things that I and I know you pretty well. I've known you for twenty years. That's does it's not a throwback it's not the thing. thing I thought would come out of your mouth. Yeah, and and I'm I'm hinting really broadly about it. They're not that cheap. You, yeah, no. You get them at a Home Depot or someplace for eighty ninety bucks. So they're the family ought to go in on it. But and then I don't want one I have to put together because that's going to take another year. <laughs> That should be the gift. You go buy your own wooden picnic table, and yeah. the gift should be that they put it together for yeah. you. Putting it together is only another ten or twenty bucks. So, geez, yeah, well, yeah, have the, let the whole. Why do you want to put it people. together? Because I don't want to do it myself. But why? I get that you don't want to do it. Why? What, what are you, you afraid of? What do you mean? Because everything I have ever gotten that kids swing sets. Uh, you name it. A bookcase. Yeah. I know. A bookcase. Stuff and together. it's and then they always mock you in the in the on the cover or in the directions by saying assembles in minutes. <laughs> and then and so like four becomes... hours later, I'm still assembling, and I'm thinking, 
I mean, who does it assemble in minutes for? Certainly not me. <laughs> the ones I hate, because I do a lot of this too, I will buy things because I'm thinking, I'll put it together myself. Yeah. I don't like the ones that just show you pictures, and they're really crudely drawn pictures no. for the most part. I think the greatest writers, I think I've told you this before, mm. the, the greatest writers in the world are not the people writing novels and books. The greatest writers are those who can write directions that really yeah. are clear and really precise and you get it and most directions are crappy yeah that's why they put pictures in instead of words because that's true people can't read words anymore that's true you know? they, yeah they can't well i hope you get a picnic table for your um yeah. for your father's day uh gift uh for the holiday that you seem to think was not a big deal that you've all of a sudden been throwing hints around about well, what know. kind of gift you want i know well people make wanna, no sense well your family wants to know what do you want what do you, I, I always say i don't want anything i don't care but you do let's want something to, let's just get together we don't need to, and then if i get the picnic table then we'll have a little barbecue and we can all sit at the picnic table yeah and that'll be fun i think that's sweet. i like that that that's very that's sweet yeah. so the day's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Uh, if I don't get one, would you consider, even though I'm not really your father? No. I'm. I'm. You're, you're like a really of... annoying big brother, is what you are to me. Hmm. That I love dearly. Does that make sense? No. It doesn't? No, the second part does. <laughs> no. You're so no. But your birthday will be coming up. Mm-hmm. So see here's the see, thing. See, my birthday's <clears throat> in September and then by see, then the deal. it's not so nice to sit outside. I don't have to participate in any other gift giving occasions for you other than your birthday or Christmas. I'm off the hook for Father's Day. That's not even not even on my list of obligations. Well, but you, I don't have to deal with your anniversary. I don't. I don't have to deal with Valentine's Day for. I don't have to deal with not? any of that stuff for you. What about my Ar two Arbor Day? Some my, of those. Things. My two obligations to you as your longtime friend is are your birthday and Christmas. So right. yeah, right. So if you don't get which, so but your your birthday's coming up next month. It is. Don't think I haven't forgotten mm. that. I mean, haven't uh, that I have forgot. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I, yeah, well, I can't even remember what it. sentence I was trying to put together, much less <laughs> just, your birthday. No, you, but you were very adamant about it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it was yeah. you were gonna say. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I, I am, I'm gonna actually. That's the big old six O for you. That's gonna <laughs> That's be a big right. birthday. No, it's I can't believe it's here already. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna go whale watching on my birthday with my nieces, and uh, I asked them that. I thought I would ask them and see if they would do that, and. Because that would be fun for me. I've gone whale watching twice on my birthday. And have you had I, success? I have, but the, the second time I went was by myself because I just didn't have anybody to spend my day with. And I thought, well, I don't want to sit home. <clears throat> well, I mean, I do want to sit home drinking Bloody Marys by myself, but wouldn't it be nice if I just went and, and took the ah. Victoria Clipper and went whale watching? And it was really horribly awful and lonely and yeah no and I, nobody I, to talk to on well, the boat and, and the whole whale watching thing has kind of lost on me what yeah i mean it's Why? like to me it's like fish watching no it's not i want to go out and it's not and like fish watching i want to go all. out with a harpoon that's what you want a whale catch no. don't you no no i'm kidding Are of course. You, i mean just it just is i, I we took my mom to hawaii many yeah. years ago uh, we haven't taken her since because, well, she's not alive anymore, so yeah. it didn't make any sense. But we, um, 
and and we would take her and we went on a whale watching trip in Hawaii and they have these big uh, big I forget what kind of whales they are down gray whales or whatever something and they this was the time of year when they were coming into the Hawaiian waters they were mm-hmm. uh, and they were breaching leaping up out of the water so right. we went in this That's whale watching boat to see. it is amazing it's fantastic and uh and they were and so we were out there looking around and looking around and, and they would breach and it was always my mom was always looking the other way. She was always looking the other way. I'd say, Mom, quick, behind you. And she turned too late. It, it'd be back in the water. And it went on like that all day. She, I saw you know, dozens of, of them. She saw none. She was always looking the wrong way. And, uh, and she didn't turn quick enough. You know, I said, Mom, when I say quick, that means quick. You know, yeah. you can turn quick. <laughs> oh. I was in, still fun though. I'm an execrable son. Uh, a what? I, I I was a bad son in you were. so many ways. I took we, you were not. We we took her on vacations a lot, and this is here's a sad admission. This and I actually delighted in this, which is not good. Um, my mom would not be able to sleep for a two days before we were going to go on a trip. Why? Excited? She, she just excited or nervous. Uh, she, she was nervous about everything all the time, and uh, so, so she'd spend two days packing and getting ready and all of the. And so, w- one time we were transferring from uh, an airport to someplace else, and she had her bag, her bag sitting on the sidewalk be- beside her, and uh, so no, knowing. Oh, Pat! I know. What did you do? I can guess. My son and I thought it would be very funny if we we distract her for a moment, and I removed her bag, and put it, you know, behind us, and uh, and I and then we're saying like, "Oh, here comes the bus, mom," and she's just, "Oh, okay, I'll get my," and and the look of panic on her face when her bag is not where she thought it was. I mean, you it, loved it. We did, and that's such a boy thing. It it's, is a boy thing. It's not, and I boys felt, because I, I felt this <clears throat> this conflict of being uh, amused, terribly amused, to the point where we I almost couldn't stand <laughs> how much my gut was aching from laughing <laughs> to feeling horrible at laughing at it. It's like a sick at joke causing her discomfort. But that's, that's a, but boys do this is, as a way of but it's very true because the, you probably would not have even thought to put that much time or energy into that little prank had you not cared for her. This is the deal that us that we women have tried so hard to understand about men and their ways of bonding. Yeah, it's it's the pulling the the little boy that pulls the pigtails in. In class, oh, honey, he's not trying to hurt you. He likes you. Yeah, and we're we're That's trained a at a very concept, we're trained at a very early age to 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 realize, and that's why we grow up and we date the bad boys because we think those are the ones that like us, the ones that are pulling pranks and making us feel uncomfortable. Oh, he's just doing that because he likes you. Wouldn't you be more suspicious? Isn't that dumb. Well, wouldn't you be more suspicious of a guy that never did that stuff and was really nice? And- <laughs> And uh, all the time, so that you know, that's, that's just too good to be true. Exactly. He's, he's actually a serial the, killer. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. But uh, so I would we do this stuff to my mom because we 
Because you, lo- we were, you we like were amused, her. We were amused by her attributes, you know, the, her eccentricities and stuff, which we loved her for. Mm-hmm. And then we would just like to see them demonstrated. <laughs> and I know it makes it makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. I know. And my dad was no better, by the way. He That's where we got all of that. They were thinking that that was okay to do because he did it to her all the time. Right. And she probably tease. found it somewhat charming from him. I don't know. Well, well yeah, I think I'm so. sure that, that he had a sense of humor and she found that charming and that was part of who he was. What? But she didn't want it to get trickled down to the rest of the boys in the family. Yeah. What a nightmare for her. She, um, I call my, my wife has a nickname I call her all the time of Hooky, which is short for bun hook. And and I got that name because one time I found a trove of letters that my mom had saved from my dad from when they were courting. Oh, my dad that lived, is so cool. My, that is really cool. Yeah, nobody lives writes letters. Yeah, anymore, I don't think. But so he lived in Oregon, and and she lived in Chicago. So they would write letters all the time, and he would send her a letter, and she'd write him back. And every letter began with a different salutation and that was one of them dear bun hook i don't know what it meant one of them was dear barrel bottom <laughs> you know <laughs> stuff like that there's stuff that he just random nicknames yeah, that came n- up. That's n- very none funny. of them complimentary all of them <laughs> vaguely sort of insulting but but she loved that she yeah. found it that endearing that's very sweet because he couldn't write a, a a serious letter without he had to put some funny stuff in it and i that's my problem too. They uh, uh, somebody asked me recently to write a biography because uh, they wanted to put it in some program for some event I was doing. I can't. I realized I can't write a serious biography because I don't take myself seriously. Mm-hmm. It's all funny. It's mm-hmm. comic. It's ridiculous. To me, the whole idea of putting a uh, ain't I great biography together? I've always thought it was just just incredible that one human can write such praiseworthy stuff about themselves. People do it all the time. I know, I know and you're supposed to, I suppose. No, helps, who says you're supposed that to? It helps you get a job. Here's and all. the other thing, too. I mean, when you get into, um, you know, this might be a bit of a departure, but Facebook. I, I just always look at these people who post these... You know, look what I did. Here's here's the latest job I've worked on. And uh, especially in the voiceover industry, you'll get people. I never, ever post stuff that I've done. I just feel really uncomfortable saying, hey, look at what I did. I'm more inclined to post, you know, random observations yeah. or my own, you know, shortcomings or failings that happened upon me constantly but I would be very uncomfortable. But I, there are a lot of people I know on Facebook who constantly cause. This is why some psychologists say that Facebook can be really, really detrimental to a lot of people because yeah. they will read how great everybody else's life is and how many things they're accomplishing and awards they're getting. And it can make you feel like a piece of crap when you're sitting at home mm-hmm. going, gosh, I, none of that stuff ever happens to me. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is well, interesting. It, the other point is just the opposite, of course. You cert- feel a certain amount of... Jesus is kind of pathetic, That's really. what I mean, yeah. yeah. You gotta put this out there. But it doesn't stop people. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my 
my shirt so sexy it hurts. There's a guy, speaking of the voiceover industry, there's a, a local guy here who puts together a newsletter about himself every once in a while. And this thing is passed around from person to person, and I'm in that network. Because, not because we're impressed by it, but because we think it's so hilarious. And I'm too sexy for your party. The stuff I gotta that he, see this. The stuff that he posts in there. Will you let me see it? All of it's spotlighting his great achievements. Of course, achievements. Yeah. yeah. And I think, now, why, now, do you, why do you have to tell other people about this? Just be happy that this is happening well, for you. Well, I will say this. He may be doing it from what he considers to be a very smart marketing strategy. Oh, I'm sure he does. But, but he's sending it to people like me. I'm not going to hire exactly, him. What's he sending it to exactly. me for? Exactly. And, and still, you still have to temper that with, it's hard because being a voiceover talent, that your your voice is your product. So it is a little hard to sort of be objective. serve up your product and say this yeah. is great without it making sound yeah. like you're being conceited and arrogant right. and all those things. But can I say the newsletter, please? Will you please pass um, it to me? Yeah, I'll have to dig it, dig one out. but you, you'll, And then I'll start sending them to you. Okay, please yeah, do. They're fantastic. Uh, a friend of mine gets them all the time because he's in... Uh, the business of producing commercials and things, and so it's a contact for him. This same person, by the way, whose name I will would not reveal, uh, but this is the greatest story about him ever. He um, he's dogged about marketing himself, and he does it to everybody. And he would even give gifts to people, you know, a little inducement, like a pen. Special pen with oh, like his, a marketing like, like a, a trinket, his marketing, logo and yeah. his mm-hmm. name on it and his contact information. Yeah. Um, marketing trinkets like magnets and cups. Exactly. And, yeah. 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 He but they would do that with uh, indefatigably. Mm-hmm. He would do this all the time. So there's a friend of mine that's a producer. He's produced TV commercials, and he would get these phone calls from this fellow, and the the, the phone call would be something to the effect of. I'm going to give him a fake name, like Lance Boyle. Let's say that's his name. That's a great fake name. How come you didn't say Larry? Anytime you tr- start telling me a story, let's just say the guy's name is Larry. That's the one you always I go know, to. I know, I know, I do. I'm trying to grow. That, okay, Lance. Okay. Um, Lance Boyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, call, he would call up and leave this voice message, something like this. And the, the producer's name is Dave, let's say. Hey, Dave, it's Lance Boyle. Uh... Just leaving a message for you. I, uh, I'd i love to do some work for you. I know you're doing those commercials for fill in the blank here, and uh, I think I could do a great job for you. I'd love to do it, and I uh, hope you'll contact me as soon as you can. Thanks. You hang up. That was a great sort of... Uh, so he'd get these... He'd get these messages all the time. I think he would, you know, see who the call was from. And he so would, Dave would get messages from Lance Boyle like time, this all the time. Lance Got Boyle. it. Okay. So then finally he gets this message from Lance Boyle. Hey, Dave, it's uh, Lance uh, Boyle again. Uh, I, I don't know what, what the problem is. Uh, I leave you messages and you, I never hear back from you. Uh, I think uh, I'm starting to get the hint here that you uh, you, you don't want to hire me for anything. Uh uh, but um, here's the deal. Uh, I, I uh, if I don't get a, a call from you uh, in the next uh, next oh, no. week or so, oh, I'm no. going to take you off of my Rolodex. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'll just move on. So, so uh, anyway, let's. Let, I hope I hear from you. Goodbye. Hangs up. So, what a moron! I know what a moron is right. It's like it's oh, like, that's, oh, uh, what it's a like, consequence! Yeah, it's like D- Dave's going to go. Oh my God! 
Oh my I god. I can't let this happen. I can't let this happen. I gotta call him right now. Oh, please! Please don't take me out of your Rolodex! Please! Oh my god, I'm so sorry I didn't call you. Jeez, I meant to and I kept forgetting and oh, please don't take me out of your Rolodex! So, so what happens is Huge Dave, stakes. Huge. Dave, Dave uh, duplicates this message and everybody in in the marketing and advertising community has a copy of oh, this thing because they they all think it's so hilarious that, and he's that, just yeah he, what yeah, he's so just it defeated like, his whole yeah it becomes like uh, uh it, it becomes like the thing everybody's got to have a copy you got to hear this you're not gonna believe it check it out you know and everybody it, God, has a copy. that all of a sudden just made my heart just break i know because there's nothing worse than being thought of as a joke i know there's nothing worse than that. Here's and, the other thing, and it's his own doing. I and know. It's... Here's the other thing he would do, because uh, I would hurt, and I I would hear this from other, you know, advertising agency people, and I said, oh, that's a good that's good advice. I would make sure I don't do this. Right. When he would do a voice job, they'd say, okay, sounds, that... that sounds dirty somehow. Yeah, but I know does. it's not. Yeah, he said, <laughs> yeah. When he would do an oral job, he would. Uh, they would. Then he, you're done. You know. Yeah. You, you should leave. You're yeah, done. You, if, you, if you're done in the booth, you gather up your script, you gather up all your stuff, the and bricks. you say, thank you very much, yep. lovely session, see you next time. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. And But he wouldn't. He would come back oh, into Lord. the room. Into the engineering booth. In the engineering and, booth and sit there. I hate and, those people. And converse and eat up. They're, they're paying for the studio time. Right. And, but he'd, he'd just talk about himself or tell jokes or whatever. <sighs> You got to split. Yeah. But he, he, so he became infamous for that quality as well. The guy that wouldn't that go not, away. Which isn't a quality. And, and again, he's still marketing him. That's why he's there. He's telling him about other stuff he's done. And, yeah. And I'd love to, you know, do more stuff with you and what, all that. What happens is that, that comes off as desperate, not smart. Yeah. It comes off as desperate. Well, I will tell you this. This guy gets a lot of work. He does very well for himself. Well, so he probably has a good product, but I bet he's not getting as much work as he would if he weren't doing what he's doing. That's alienating potential clients. Yeah, I, I uh, and getting a reputation like that because here's what happens in this business: somebody says, oh, "I've got this voiceover gig." Well, I know you should hire. You know, you should uh, you should hire Lance Boyle. Oh God, no! We did. We you know we can't go with him. We've heard so many stories about Lance, and he's just such a nightmare and an ass to work with. And we've got <laughs> we've got other people that can do the job. So, and that's how you lose gigs because and this is what. I know about this industry. It doesn't matter. You can have a great product. doesn't mean that people are going to want to work with you. If you're an ass to work with, they're going to find somebody else to do the job. Yeah. So that's part of this business of, of doing voicing. Have a good product, but also be, be just, a, just a delight to work with. And, mm-hmm. and don't overstep your boundaries. You and do, do things on time and be gracious. And, yeah. and, and, and take direction well and, and don't waste people's time. Be for real. And, and be interested in the person you're working for. Uh, you know, I do uh, some keynote speeches, and we do au- I do auctions and things like that. And uh, what is so easy to do is just to say, uh, glad to meet with you and ask questions about you and really convey a real interest and enthusiasm for 
the charity you're working for or whatever it is or the project you're working on yeah, or, yeah because absolutely. what i what i always hear is, from many auctions that uh, i am rewarded or, or awarded for is that um you know the last guy we worked with he showed up late he uh, he never called us we never could get a meeting from him he was unprepared he just showed up at the last minute and did and I think, man, that is so easy to make these people happy. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is is participate. Is participate, care. Yeah. How hard is that? You know. Yeah. And but uh, the fact that there are many practitioners, not just in that industry, but in many others, that don't get that. You know, be the Nordstrom of whatever it is you do. Yeah. You know, that's good advice. That's all. That's all. That's all it takes. That should be on your your headstone. What? You should have a pillow that says that. Be the Nordstrom of whatever it is you do. It's a great saying. It's a we, great quote. We did a uh, we did a bit on Almost Live, the TV show I used to do one time that that was based on people taking stuff back to Nordstrom. So it started. Yeah. with, uh, there was a line of people. You know, somebody gives so uh, bringing back a pair of shoes. Okay, we'll take those back and we'll bring with a no shirt. receipt because that's what they're yeah, famous. No for. No receipt. Yeah. <clears throat> and it ended. I remember. With a guy holding a live pig. (laughs) You hear those stories that that they've taken back things that that never originated from their store. You think that, what kind of... Yeah. There's other great things about Nordstrom. I mean, the way they... Did you read the Nordstrom Way? Employees. No, I never have. It's a fascinating book. It really, yeah. it is. It's really fascinating how yeah. he really changed the whole face of retail and what it meant to serve the consumer. I thought yeah. it was interesting. I read the Target Way. I think is what. <laughs> is it the same? The is last it the book. same philosophy. Eh, not exactly the same. Hey, I got to ask you about something. I, I know we want to move on to other other things, but I have to tell you, I've been under enormous pressure with just a boatload of crap that has landed in my lap that I I'm, have to deal with as a as an adult woman who has to deal with all this crap by herself. And I'm not complaining, but I kind of am complaining. Yeah, it sounds like you might be. I'm complaining. Just because I just sometimes can't handle it all. It, it just, I can't handle it all. So the latest thing that I've now discovered that I need to handle is that I need a new roof for my house. I need a new roof. Pat, I just put a new roof on my house. I really? just put a new roof on my house. Yes. What do you mean just? 20 years ago, I just put a new roof yeah. on my house. <laughs> it feels like I just put a new roof on my house. I bought the house 20 years ago. When I bought the house, it needed a new roof. It needed a new garage door. It needed a new heater, a new water heater. And now I'm finding that the the cycle has turned all the way around to, well, it's 20 years now, so I mm-hmm. just did get a brand new furnace. I do need another new water heater. Now I need a new roof. Do you have any idea how much roofs are? Well. Or roofs, as some people call them. I hate it when people say that. Well, a friend of ours. Roofs. A friend of our, uh, ours that's on the radio right now says roofs says roughs <laughs> he says hey hey this is uh hey, if you need a new rough go to the rough experts and it's always amazing oh, for some reason he can't, say, he can't pronounce the word so but, let me uh, tell you so let me tell you so i get i figure i'm gonna get three estimates right for a new rough yeah roofly three estimates and let's just see so don't you always have in your mind sort of a figure that you think is reasonable like like if you're gonna get 
something done that you don't normally get done. Like if you're going to get a new driveway poured, you're going to say, well, I bet that's going to cost me probably, I don't know, $5,000. Well, you kind of have a ballpark in your head, let's right? Say, let's say you're going to buy an outfit. Okay. Uh, and then the, the pants are going to cost you right. about a what? And then, then the suit coat and the shirt. Right. The hat shouldn't be the most expensive part of oh, it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, in terms of how much your house is worth, <laughs> you're right. Should be easy. The hat, a hat for a house, is very expensive. You can't leave your hat on. You can't leave your hat on. You can't leave your hat on. So this, now, I know your house, so it's what, not that what big. Kind of, I don't live in no, a palace, no, do I? No, no, it's a single-story house. I live in a little, little tiny house. Well, it's not tiny. It's not but, tiny, but it's, but it's a lovely house. But so how much? And and I guess they also figure into the difficulty of scaling the roof. My ac- roof access it'd be easy. It's easy. Yeah. You can walk around it. You could set up a lawn chair and have a drink on the roof of that house. It's not like it's a dangerous, dangerous terrain. Yeah, we've lived in houses that have very steep roofs, and they'll and they'll factor that into their guys, to their bid. We've had the roofs cleaned, and the guy had to be like a steeplejack. Yeah, he had, he had to tie a rope to a do a nearby tree and right. Uh, that, so. Yeah, but your house is not like that at all. It's not like that at all. So I'm thinking in my head, and I can't. That's a good place to think. By I know, the way, I know you hate that. I know I. I know you, <laughs> you hate know that. I always pounce on people. And forgive me. So I, I can't quite remember how much it was when I first got it done, but it seems to me like the the figure of eight thousand dollars is rolling around in my head, which is plenty enough. It was it's six to eight grand, I think. Mm-hmm. And you have to. Pay the whole thing, right? What do you, you mean? You can't. Will they put you on payments? Well, yeah, but that's not what I'm complaining about. Okay, I know. Okay, I know. but I mean, yeah, I can pay, make payments like everything else. Let's just add one more payment to my. Not my everybody payment, will take payments. My payment bowl. Yeah, like my it, payment bowl is getting full. I can't barely fit one more payment thing in there. It's getting full. All right. I so, know. so anyway, I so know. so the first guy never ends. So the first guy goes up. What a jackass he was. He goes up on the roof, and he was one of those very insincere. He reminded me of a used car salesman. So he gets up on the roof, and he comes back down. He goes, well, your roof is toast. Your roof is toast. And I thought, and I so I said to him, good thing I called you then, huh? What a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say. Like, I'm going to call you to come out if my roof's not toast. Well, on the other I hand, know my roof is toast. Is the other hand, is he going to come down and say, I don't see any problems up there. Well, God. It, it, you don't need me. It, yeah, it would be great if he did. But so he puts together, cobbles together. You know, there's so many different things that go on with the hat of your house. But isn't that part of that the I deal? That I can't keep up with what he's saying. Yeah, what that's mean? part of the deal. Is, you need is to, to make, yeah. First, you, first you set the stage. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sure, yeah. Your <laughs> exactly. roof. Oh, boy. So that they're sort of softening you up for the justification of why this is going to cost so much. Right, exactly. So oh, boy. It, oh, my God. Tear off the I have roof seen and... hundreds and thousands of roofs. This, but, this roof That looks like toast. a piece of Swiss cheese up there. That is, <laughs> oh, my Lord almighty God. This is, oh. So now, no, I, I still have the six to eight grand, which is not making me happy. Um, and... Uh, it's not making me happy because I know I'm going to have to come up with the money. Right. Well, he he comes back with, and we can handle all this for twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I did. I said twelve thousand dollars. Not 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 
not 11 or 10 or 9 or even 8, but 12 thousand dollars well lady that's just an estimate i, mean, exactly. could, I know and then they do that. that and this isn't even for first he says well do you want to we've got you know we've got a 50-year roof 40-year roof 30 year roof. i go 30-year roof i'm not going to be around in 50 years have somebody else put the new roof on then i'm paying for the least amount of roof i can get for if i knew exactly how long i was going to live <laughs> that's the roof i would buy yeah yeah so, well, what happened to the lifetime roof? I, I was yeah. The well, the life- lifetime roof is out there too. I'm not paying. Why would I pay for a lifetime roof when I'm not going to be around here? Yeah, and you got to read the small print because it means the lifetime of your dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I get a second guy out, really nice guy. This guy didn't didn't state he's, the obvious. He's, he's not a jackass. No, he's not a jackass. Guy. He didn't state the obvious. He was rather meek, and but he wanted to go in the attic. That kind of worried me. Would it be okay with you, ma'am, if I went into your attic? Yeah, he was just very pleasant, sort of, you know, just a just a gentleman. Had a little bow tie on, and no oh, really? guys had bow ties oh, on. Oh yeah, that's that's good. <clears throat> I good. went into the attic. I said good luck in there, and uh, came back and. Just very nice, and I thought, well, I like, I, you know, you, you'll mm-hmm. typically hire somebody that you feel sure. comfortable around. Now, you're not going to hire the jackass, not, regardless okay, of no, the No, the jackass is gone. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. state the obvious to me. I can't even, I don't want to see you around here anymore. Go. I don't care. <laughs> and if his bid was $8,000, I still wouldn't hire him. So the, the, the meat guy comes back, and I'm thinking, okay, this $12,000 thing has to just be a really high bid, right? Maybe I got the high bid out of the way, and now these other two bids are going to come in. So nice meat guy comes in. Uh, well, we can. Uh, we're going to do all these things. Pretty much the same thing. The other guy. Yeah. Twelve thousand dollars. Really. Twelve thousand dollars. The identical bid. Ident. Well, within a few hundred. <clears throat> hmm. Twelve thousand dollars. By right. now, you're getting resigned. There's right? got to be a. Th- they, don't they always say get three bids? Isn't that like three? Get three. Get three doctors' opinions. Get three yeah. bids on the work. So I get a third bid on the work. Yes. Not. I really like these guys. I'd keep going. I'd. You really? Going. You don't think I should stop at three? No. If, if, if they all come in at the same price, there's well, the third be one didn't. That... The third one didn't. The third one came in at twenty thousand dollars wow and i said yeah i don't recall asking you to roof it in gold i don't think i asked it to be roofed in gold isn't that insane oh my god and i looked down the list of what they were going to do and again the same i'm getting the cheapest roofing material for the shortest period of time i can get it for it's insane now somebody did tell me this and what do you think of this because composite roofs are made out of petroleum products Mm -hmm. and somebody said here's the deal they're sticking it to i mean you're paying out the wazoo because petroleum prices Ah. are so high right now never thought about yeah i didn't think about that either so should i wait so here's what i'm going to do what should i do pat well did you explore the idea of shakes a wooden shakes isn't that a i know that's a really popular roofing material or another popular roofing material is metal roofs have you those aren't any cheaper than those crappy i mean i don't know no they're not oh they're not no this is what i'm telling you i've i've requested the cheapest most shortest lifespan roof i can get if there was a seven-year roof out there i'd buy it right now my wife has a an idea which i encouraged her to to get a patent for and you're serious about this Sort of, yeah. All right. That we, that she makes, she uh, markets and produces a plastic tarp mm-hmm. 
that is that looks is imprinted with shingles or shakes mm -hmm. so that from the ground mm -hmm. it looks like it's a new roof that's but brilliant it's, but it's just a tarp that's brilliant yeah i th i think i said i know you're kidding around honey but i think that might not be a bad idea and i know there are companies because this is what i do i think oh i can't afford twelve thousand dollars for a new roof I'm going to just see how much a tarp costs. And there are companies out there that will tarp entire buildings for you for a couple of grand. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I could conceivably get my whole house. But you wouldn't get a blue tarp. You'd oh, get... yeah. Hell yeah. If I'm going to tarp it, I'm going to make it stand out. <laughs> I don't know why. Just because. Because yeah. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to hide that it's a tarp. So I'm thinking yeah, if I you put you. a brown tarp on it, people are going to go, oh, look at her. She thinks she's fooling us by putting a brown tarp on her house. <laughs> if I just, just suck it up and go, it's tarped, baby, and it's blue, then I'm not trying to hide anything. But I did research on the internet. There's a lot of people who've been able to stretch out the need for a roof for a couple of years right. by tarping it, and then they can save up the money to pay for a new roof. Um, <clears throat> I'm lucky that I don't have any leaks. I have no leaks in my house. It's just... It's, then, then, why, then why the roof issue? Well, when I got my roof cleaned last year, the, the cleaner came down and said, I got to tell you, your whole, the whole side of your roof, the, you know, the granules that are on the... Yes. They're, they're all gone. Yeah. The granules That's are what's gone. happening you're, on you're, our house. You're about down to... The, well, I hate to tell you what a new roof's going to cost for your house. You want to go in on a tarp with me? Well, we've taken uh, baby steps on... We've, uh, we, you know, this house was only four years old when, when we bought it. Right. And it immediately produced leaks uh, in a couple of spots. Mm -hmm. So the roofing was done poorly. So we've had a uh, little flashing put on that, that directs the water in a different mm -hmm. direction than it, it otherwise would have and, and stuff. So we're we're buying time yeah. on this roof. And and so my logic tells me, I don't have a leak yet. Should I be freaking out about this yet? Should I wait till I have a leak before I address this? I don't really have I would, to. I would say yes, unless you were going to about to sell the house. So just what? Then, then, what are you saying? What's your advice? Tell me. Well, don't. I, I don't know anything, but I, I wouldn't. I, I, I would not spend money okay. on that I, roof if it, if it's not failing. Don't do it it's yet. It's not failing. Do it. Do it when you have to do it. It's not failing. It's, so it's still going to cost you the same then. And who knows? That's true. Maybe uh, petroleum prices will go down a little bit and. Okay. Materials won't cost as much, but in it, no, I wouldn't do it. Okay, I only I, think I only you're do right. stuff when it's an issue. I the people say, you know that hot water heater there. I that, know that's on its last legs. I said, well, when it goes out, then I'll get a yeah, new. Yeah, when hot his water legs heater. fall out for my yeah, that's the other thing. But he but the, the mm. argument argument can be made that. If the I've got to get the, that hot water heater is twenty years old too, mm -hmm. do I wait until it breaks and floods my house and then I can't take a shower to then get it fixed? And then I have to deal with all that cleanup. Same thing with the roof. What if you get a bunch of water damage and you have to deal with that too? <clears throat> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Uh, by the way, this is my wife and I have concluded this. When we can uh, unload this albatross <laughs> of a house, <laughs> I know. we are never. We're not going to buy a new house. We're going to rent. A lot of in people the rest are, of our life. A lot Why of people deal are with renting. All these? I know. It's just a just a pain. It is a pain. Yeah. And I want that's that's a great point. I want to tell people that it feels like such a great oh my gosh, I'm buying a house. If anybody tells me they're buying a house, I'm gonna say to them, I am so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Caveat Amtor. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because it's gonna be it's just a demanding mistress for the rest of your life, and yeah. you're the one that has to deal with it. Yeah, that's a, that is so, true. So that that really is our our conclusion. Can I, all right, so when you guys move, can I move in with you? 
uh, you if you'll pay part of the rent. Okay, I will. You have to. for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.